0: So the big question is this, how do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that most successful agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's competitive real estate environment? That's the question and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Rockstar Nation, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to stay to the end where our guests will be offering a free gift. As you know, all of our guests offer a free gift, and all of these gifts can be found on the Agent Success Toolbox. You could find that by going to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply texting the word toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. I am going to put today's free gift in today's show notes. But if you want all of them, including gifts from most of our guests that have come on the show, just go to the Agent Success Toolbox.
1: Hey, Rockstar Nation. My name is Ian Lobos, and I am here with Tony Baroni of Tampa, Florida, and Tony has some amazing information he's going to share with us today about anything and everything to build a team, scale a team, be in the top 30 in the state, get into Gary Keller's top 100 mastermind group, and sell over 250, I was about to say 1,000 houses. Oh, I like that. Let's go with that again. 250 houses a year. So, uh, without further ado, Tony Baroni from Tampa, Florida. Welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. We're excited to have you. Yeah, thanks,
2: Ian. Hey, one of my favorite podcasts is this podcast. So, you know, hey, mom, my mom probably <laughs> even listens to, to this uh, podcast. So, that's awesome. And I'm man. I'm stoked to be on here. Really am. So, let's dig let's dig deep and, and provide some value today. That's my goal.
1: We will, and that's that's a cool reminder to. To agents listening, whether you've just gotten into the business, you're new to the business, or you've been in for a while, if you don't have what you want, or you're not where you want to be, that's the point for these interviews. It's to share agent information and how they got where they are. And we're going to talk about some comparison stuff later, but it's really important that you listen because there are, there are golden nuggets in every single person's story their systems, the way they do things, the way they operate. And so whether you're new and looking for just any clue, or you're looking to scale your business up to the next level, or you just don't have what you want, or the business just isn't what you want it to be, you're going to grab some really cool stuff today from Tony. That's right. Yeah, one. and uh, I think the scary
2: ones, Ian, are the, the people that feel like they've arrived already, you know. So it's true. I'm, I'm digging in, trying to learn every day, and that's why I'm a big fan of this podcast. I think you guys do it maybe Maybe the best out there, so kudos Thanks, to you guys.
1: Appreciate that. Well, I, you know, I, I'm I'm just a co-host, but I, I feel a, a huge just. obligation to uh, to the audience to deliver serious amounts of value and to Pat and the rest of the people yeah. who built this thing. You know, feel very honored. So let's jump into it, man. So obviously, you're from Tampa, Florida. Uh, you handle Tampa and Orlando. We mentioned you're in the top 30 in the state. Gary Keller's top 100 mastermind, which is pretty big time. Selling about 250 houses a year with your team. You started around 2000. You started in 2005.
2: Yeah, 2005. At uh, the worst month you could possibly choose, <laughs> Ian. And uh, yeah, that's me. Good timing. Nice. Good timing. Yeah. So obviously we know what happened. The market crashed,
1: and in
2: in Florida it, it crashed really, really hard. So did it
1: crash in 2005?
2: Well, it actually was 2005 statistically, although people think it's 07. But when you go back to the stats, it was For really Florida late was 05 digital. is when the market turned here, believe it or not.
1: Got it. So tell us your story. Like, why, how did you get into real estate? And then, like, fast forward us a little bit through that 2005, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, 10, 11, like, sure. drama, roller coaster, and. How you're still in one piece? I'm looking at you, you. Look like you you fared okay. You look all right. Like nice four a Couple scars, you know. A couple <laughs> yeah. <scars>. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I, I was sitting in a seminar. I think it was like 2008. You know, the national NARS economist basically spoke to our association, and then they said, you know, the market. I have great news. The market, I think, is going to get better around 2013. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding this? me. Look, this was like 08, like oh, wow. 08, 09, And I was like, I don't know if I can do this, you know. So, so essentially, I grew up in Illinois. I moved to Florida in 2001, knowing two people. And uh, I wanted to escape the winters for the sunshine. So I moved to the Sunshine State, chose Tampa. And uh, I, I did that. Uh, I was a logistics consultant for four years. And uh, if you think real estate's, real estate's hard, try that. It's really, really tough. And uh, essentially, I bought my first home and I said, hey, I think I can do this. I think it'd be easy if you believe it or believe it or not. I thought it would be easy. And uh, I went and signed up for for mortgage school. And I said, hey, I need to learn the financial side first. So I was doing loans part time. I was bartending a few time a few few nights a week. And I was working this career as logistics consultant. So decided to go into real estate. Oh, five had my mortgage license and we kind of did both loans and we were the realtor for first time home buyers, really a paper is kind of what our niche was. And then um did that for about a year and a half. The market just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Had some partners they left the business and pretty much overnight I had to decide what I was going to do. Lost a lot of money and essentially said, Hey, I'm gonna stick with it and my wife told me to get a real job. I said, absolutely not. This is my passion. This is what I'm doing. I laid laid my flag in and said, I'm taking a stand. And I joined a Keller Williams team at that time. And that was really the first time I had heard about Keller Williams or anything and just plugged right in, started learning. 2007.
1: Okay. And then what was your, what was, what was the decision you made to join a team?
2: Well, I applied, uh, I applied as a real estate assistant and I just wanted a paycheck and I wanted to stay in the business essentially. Yeah. And uh, my mentor, you know, the, the team leader, it's like, you know, I'm not going hire to hire you for that, but I'd, I'd hire you for sales. So we worked out this salary that was a really, really low salary, but ultimately it solved my problem of staying in real estate and my wife didn't ask me what my, what my salary actually had to be. So I uh, kind of worked it with him and he's like, I've never paid anyone to be a salesperson. So we, we just worked it out, you know, and uh, he poured into me and so did uh, his lead buyer specialist. And we just got, got really purposeful and Love it, worked bro. together for four years and had learned everything in the business. And that was a guy named Larry Bartow and Debbie Ramiro, two amazing mentors of mine. Still in the business. Still in the business. Actually, Debbie retired and, uh, and Larry, we just took bold together actually and just graduated nice. last week and it was pretty cool. We were, you know, having that conversation in front of like 50, you know, our whole classroom of how important mentorship is and he was talking about profit share saying, you know, just hire one awesome person that wants to build a team and you, you could be all set, you know, so it was awesome, but I got to honor him and all he's, all he's taught me during that class, so it was really neat
1: so moral to that is ask questions, ask for help from people don't you know, don't don't think you know, be humble, right oh, for sure
2: yeah and, and get get a mentor, you know I yeah. mean, I think it's the most undervalued thing in business. I mean, why try to recreate the wheel? obviously, you have amazing podcasts like this that you can learn from in a million other ways nowadays, but it's have that solid relationship of sure. someone you can go to and bounce ideas off of, or, you know, get a coach, get a mentor, whatever that looks like. Can take you to
1: new levels. You, a lot of, a lot of new agents that get into the business. Like today, they'll say to me, what's your number one piece of advice? And I'll say, look, I've reinvented myself a lot of different times in this business, because if I'm not happy, I'd like to, I'd like to, Change some things and, and sure. that happiness comes through to the client. So I always tell them, join a team. And I wish someone would have given me that advice in the beginning, not to not do it on my own, just like you. Like you knew you could do it on your own. Yeah. And I joined the business in 2012 after leaving my dad's logistics company. So I kind of have a similar story. Oh my gosh. And, and, and I, always, I always tell people, I wish I would have had that first year I hustled. I made so many mistakes and nobody was there to help me. And I was at a broker's that didn't really have any great mentorship, no, no training. And I could have solved so many issues, could have saved so much money and time with a team. And yeah, they take a part of the, of the commission. But for that, there's a valuable piece. And if you're on a team that doesn't have a value piece, then clearly you're not on the right track. If there's a value like mentorship or coaching or whatever, that's hugely beneficial. Do it for a year, cut your teeth. You'll be way farther, way faster, right? You agree with that? Way faster. Yeah.
2: I mean, and Ian, I, I measured in my own way that four years I was on the team and uh, I had about 15 years of real estate experience in four oh, years. So that's how many appointments I went on. It was it was crazy. And, you know, essentially we're, we're kind of working on their dime per se, because Basically. I definitely was making mistakes and you know, failing. And they were very, um, very kind to me about that, you know, sure. and let me really. fail forward. So I don't think a team's for everyone, but, um, no. you know, I think a mentor is
1: think I agree. a coach, a mentor, even when you think you can't afford a coach, get a coach. You sure. can't, you can't afford not to, I like guess. Yeah. I have a, I have coaching clients of my own and I always pushed them into that. And I pushed myself into that. And I heard that from so many people. It's true. Would you agree? oh
2: totally totally, and I think you know if if you don't have a budget to do that, find an accountability partner you right. know At the very in, least in in your in your office or, right. or whatever right. you need to do but yeah that i mean I think of a like a gym you know if I go to the gym and this this may be just me, but I doubt it um, I just don't want to do some yeah. of that stuff right? right right if you have a personal trainer looking over you you know you're gonna push yourself further and that's what a a good coach or accountability partner is going to do for you as
1: well. I agree. So let's get into it about your business, right? So your team, sure. we're going to talk about what your team looks like, like base level stuff right now. Just get your stats out there. Yeah. The houses you sold in the last year, let's say. How many houses you sell in the last year? Uh-huh. Total volume and your GCI and your profit margin, if you're comfortable sharing that.
2: Yeah. So last year we did two hundred thirty-six units um, right. for sixty million in volume Lovely. for that's one awesome. point just under one point six GCI, and profit margin was roughly thirty percent.
1: Okay. Great. That's awesome. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So um, that's really we made a jump. I think I, I did uh, about nine percent production myself okay. out of that. So you know, that really, you know, obviously takes away some from some profitability, um, as you decide to leverage out.
1: Yeah, that's okay though. I mean, that's 30% profit margin and you're the owner, right? I am the owner and, uh,
2: essentially, you know, I have some, some things I'm working on that I I personally, like I, I coach baseball, coach two teams right now in baseball and, uh, I don't miss my, my daughter's soccer games unless I'm traveling or something like that. So, you know, I have, I have a little different focus at this moment in my, my cycle of life um, that I've chosen. And honestly, I'm driving down the street and I see a sign up, you know, I get much more excited if it's a team member than it was something I did. Yeah, And that's something I've learned about myself. So really that's to me really gratifying to, to train others, to, to be able to, to work the craft.
1: And on your team, buyers versus listings, obviously, you probably would take more listings. But what is your team's split in terms of buyers and listings?
2: Yeah, last year, it was actually um, 53% listings, Okay, you know, 47% buyers. So we, we hover right around 50-50, just it. slightly higher on the list side, typically. And then what's your, uh,
1: what's your team structure look like?
2: Yeah. So, you know, for, for me, I'm the CEO and I I call myself the visionary Uh, really trying to innovate with new, new opportunities is really where I spend most of my time. And along with coaching my key team members and then a director of operations, which is my wife, um, Kelly. And then we have a director of lead gen um, listing manager. Can you talk about Um, that for
1: a second? I don't don't want you to go too far with that. So you have a director of lead gen. What does that mean? Like a,
2: yeah, so she started as a inside sales, um, and then basically she became one of our key hires. So she's in our org chart. She's one of our key hires. So essentially, she um, she oversees the inside sales department and makes sure that you know we're we're capitalizing on all opportunities we, sure. we can, creating leads and and different things.
1: Can we dig into the inside sales department for a second? Yeah, for sure. It's a concept that I have, I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of team owners about, I've had this conversation with my wife who's also my business partner about, do we get an ISA? Do we not? Sure. Here's my, here's my theory. And the only reason I'm telling you this is because I just want to preface this. I think that having agents dial, like let's say you have a, a, a Boomtown or Commission's Inc, right? Tons of leads coming in. If the agent's disc profile, this is just my opinion, is not deadly matched to sustainability in cold lead intake, right? Or, or uh, you know, pick up the phone as their own ISA. I think it burns people out very quickly. And I think, oh, they, yeah. you know what I mean? Would you agree with that? Oh, for sure. So like, I, I'm all about the ISA and I'm really interested to understand and I, I know the audience is too. What's your ISA structure? Like, how do you, how do you structure... You know, the hours, because leads come all hours. How do you structure like your your, uh, commissions or your pay or your base to the ISA? Like, how does that work?
2: Yeah, so um, the way we have it set up is it's really, we're not, it's not, the ISA department for us is different than most in the country. So we're not calling outbound all day long. Essentially, we have a concierge department. We're actually considering changing the name to concierge. And when a lead comes in, it's going to them. They're uh, answering questions, cultivating it, assigning it to an agent.
1: Are these licensed people, the ISAs? They is? are. Got it. Okay. So they can tell they are They're it. licensed.
2: And so our goal is, you know, for 80% of all our transactions to go through our ISA department, whereas okay. they're actually compensated for working you know, working that lead. And we're, we're even talking past clients of mine. And so we try to get everything to go through there and we want the system set up properly where um, my gift today is actually the seller questionnaire that we do for any listing appointment that I'm going to have for you guys. So you guys can see what that looks like. But they, they're responsible to get that all filled out, put it on the calendar, assign it to the agent, send out the pre-listing packet, um, confirm the appointment the next day, send a handwritten note the day of, so it's there the next day. The ISA is so, doing that? Correct. Nice. So, you so know, go by back, the time go back they, through
1: that again. So they're putting the, they're, they're setting the appointment. Setting the appointment. I'm literally taking notes right now, Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, <laughs> they're uh, setting the appointment.
2: Answering questions. Calendar. Yep, asking the questions on the seller questionnaire. Okay. They are sending the pre-listing packet out. They are doing a handwritten note um, to the client for the next day. And um, they're confirming the appointment the next day. And right. I say next day because that typically is what we do. We, we'll, we can do the day of, but doing that day is the sweet spot for us because we're going to get three or four touches in before we've even met them in person.
1: So I was going to ask you that. What if somebody, is your average the next day appointments? Yeah. Or is it, I mean, what if somebody wants to book 10 days out? hey, Tony, I'm going on vacation. I definitely want to talk to you. Does that break, does that break your system a little bit or is it okay? Does, does that stuff fit in? Um, day
2: of would break it a little bit more just because they're not going to get the hand, handwritten note. Um,
1: how many touches for, do, you, do you try and give them? I think you mentioned it, but I, how, how many touches do you try and give them before that next day appointment?
2: Well, we're talking to them. We are sending the pre-listing packet via email. We're confirmed. We're doing a handwritten note. And then we're confirming the appointment, so that'd be four.
1: Got it. Okay, that's great. Now, yeah. do you have are there are there drip campaigns that you're using? Like, if somebody's oh. just not ready to roll, just they're just going to an archive. Well,
2: we are. We're setting tasks up in in our uh, CRM, yeah. and then our ISAs are following up. If they're ten days out, it's not a preference of ours because essentially. A lot can happen in ten days. So sure. we try to do next day or the day after. We'll work around whatever they need. I mean, we've went on appointments within an hour
1: before. I mean got it. Now, what if somebody is uh, you know, does their time frame for their move come into consideration here? Are you looking for the third are you like the reason why I mentioned drips is what if somebody says, Hey man, love to use you, but we're a year out? Yeah. Are they getting ripped on or they're just, yeah, we'll
2: actually, we'll actually sign a commitment together to work with them and we'll go ahead and go that route and just say, okay, well, great. And it sounds like in a year you're going to be ready. So we're going to get a letter of commitment signed. Okay. Just saying we're working together and essentially we're going to, um, have our stager go out and go ahead and and do that appointment. So we do have an in-house stager and then, um, we're going to, you know, build that relationship from now until a year from now. And that happens quite often. And our, our ISA department really is designed to help them, you know, the salespeople to have some leverage for those type of situations or follow up when they're a little further out.
1: And the ISAs are obviously, they're, they're scripted, right? Very much. Are they using your scripts? Or are they using someone else's like that you bought or what's the deal? Um, ours.
2: Yeah our scripts, um, just basically what, what I've found to work, work out really well. Got it. Softer or more aggressive? Very soft, very soft, conversational. Um, how can we help? Yeah. People like, so, you know, we have something called the promise. And essentially when, when someone, when someone calls into our inside sales department is essentially, we're going to tell them about the promise and we're going to say, Hey, Hey, Ian, thanks for calling in today, and we're going to get all the information. What are you trying to do? We're going to fill all that out. We're not going to go line by line answering the, asking this question and get an answer. We're just going to make it conversational, but we're going to get all the information. And then at the end, we're going to say, hey, when our listening agent so-and-so comes out tomorrow, they're going to tell you more about the promise and what our team's all about. And I look forward to them sharing that with you and uh, just want to make sure you know that. Okay, it, so uh, in that handwritten note, we'll, we'll reference it in our pre-listing packet. It has a section on it, and then we talk about it uh, when the salesperson goes out there. They're going to talk about the promise, okay. and that kind of sets the stage for what we're doing. And um, do you want to go ahead and like script through that?
1: Yeah, let's do it, man. Okay, awesome. yeah. awesome. So it.
2: so let's let's preverse that I'm sitting back at the table. You know, I'm on time, of course.
1: All right, audience, turn your radios up. Turn your volume up.
2: Yeah, <laughs> From we're. The we're on you know we're on on uh, on time i'm going to tour the house before i sit down and then i'm going to come back and i'm going to sit down and i'm going to say ian okay i'm going to have the pre-listing packet and no i'm going to read that right before i go into this appointment so i pretty have a good understanding of what you're trying to do already right but i want to make sure i'm not missing anything right so so it looks like ian that you actually called from our online reviews is that right that's right okay Perfect, perfect. Was there a certain website that you use for online reviews? Do you remember? I uh, just on Google. Okay, perfect. Yeah, a lot of people tell me that. So, you know, Ian, there's thousands of agents out there, and for me to be sitting here, it's really, really amazing to me that you invited me out. So I wanted to let you know I really appreciate that. Thanks for inviting me out today. My pleasure. Awesome. So, so let me ask you this. What's going to make this a big win for you?
1: Well... Obviously, we want to sell our house quick. You know, our neighbor's house out on the market forever. Sure. And we want to make sure we maximize our net dollars. Okay. And, you know, we, we we know so many agents that just kind of kind of coast through. Sure. We want to make sure that I think we're getting the most for our money. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great.
2: And I hear that a lot and I can appreciate all of that. So, perfect. So, can I explain to you what... Um, what the promise is and what we're what our team's all about. Absolutely. Okay, perfect. So our promise to you, Ian, is very simple. It's to give you the best real estate experience you could ever imagine receiving. Okay. If we're able to do that, how would that make you feel? I think it would make me feel fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. So that's our goal. Not just my goal, our entire team's goal is to deliver that promise to you. And if we're able to do that, we ask for two things in return. Can, can I ask permission to go over those with you? Absolutely. Okay. So the first thing we ask for, Ian, is we want to know that we did a great job for you and get feedback from you. The way we do that is at the end of this, we, we want you to do reviews on seven key websites to find out how we did for you on delivering the promise. So would that be something you'd be willing to do?
1: Um, yeah, yeah. As long as you guys deliver. Absolutely.
2: Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And I I wouldn't ask you, obviously, um, we, we would just want feedback on how we did. And so we'll do that at the end of this. So thanks for agreeing to do that. Sure. The second thing, Ian, is we want to sometime between today and closing, we actually want to compel you to give us a referral because you are so excited about us delivering the promise to you. Okay. So that's the second thing we'd ask for. Would you be willing to do that? I would. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. So overall, um, can I tell you what the promise is not? Yeah, I
1: guess that would be helpful.
2: (laughs) Okay. So the promise is not that there will be no problems because there's this thing called human beings involved in real estate and there's, there's things that will go wrong. But I will tell you when that happens, we'll be here to answer all your questions and guide you through that whole thing. So I just wanted to make sure you're clear on What the promise is not, it's not that it will be perfect, but we will answer all your questions along the way and make sure we overcome the challenges together.
1: Cool, that's awesome. Anything else the promise is not? No, that's it. Cool, okay, just no problem. That's it,
2: that's it. I love that.
0: Tribe of millionaires.com. Guys, write that down. Rockstar Nation got a free special offer for you. Now I've just written a book. And it's just been published, co-authored it with David Osborne, who's been on this show multiple times. If you don't know David, he is one of the top execs at Keller Williams Real Estate, was personally mentored for the last two decades by Gary Keller himself, and he's in all kinds of businesses. His bio and explanation and, and everything is in this book. But anyways, David and I got together. We decided to write a book. We called it Tribe of Millionaires. And I guarantee you, it's going to change your life. To find out more, just go to tribeofmillionaires.com. We're going to give it to you absolutely free. Only thing we ask in return is, of course, number one, you pay the shipping. Not a big deal. But number two, that you go on Amazon and write us a review. We're really looking to get an incredible amount of reviews. And because of that, we're giving this book away for free. Go to tribeofmillionaires.com today.
2: So we're gonna deliver the promise to you and we look forward to helping you. And uh, I just wanted to preface the beginning here. Let's take a look at some marketing. Cool, love it. So we're gonna go from that to marketing and then we're gonna talk about it at the end again. And then each department's gonna talk about the promise in their way. That's my way, by the way. It's not exactly how we, everyone does it on the team. But we're just setting the stage, right? That we're gonna deliver the best real estate experience in return. We want to earn a review 75% of the time on one key website. And then we want one referral from the, the client with name, number, and permission to call sometime between now and the end of closing. And we're going to measure it 50% of the time on that.
1: I love that. So for everybody listening, if you're new, I just want to tell you right now, hit your, hit your reverse button 30 seconds, like five times to go back because that was real serious gold. I like, I used to like really aggressive scripts. Yeah. In the business I was in before international logistics, you had to be aggressive. You're sitting in a warehouse with people walking around, you're following a guy on a forklift. You got to go quick, quick, sell, sell. Sure. sure. What you just did was so, I'm going to use the word compassionate. Yeah it was, it was very compassionate and it just made me feel comfortable and I'm a high D, right? So I want to like, let's go, let's go now. Tell me what you're going to do. Right. But you made me, maybe it's because I'm hosting this podcast, but you made me want to sit and listen and you made me trust that these, just these simple things you're going to deliver. Uh, I, I believe that I believe this. So for everybody listening, I thought that was very valuable. Thanks, Tony. Well, thanks.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. And, and, and just, I always want to give credit where credit's due, you know, a guy named Mike Hicks in Idaho Falls. Oh yeah. I got this, I got this from him and essentially he, he did the referral side and I was doing, when I heard him on stage, I'm like, well, we do that, but we do it for reviews. So then I'm like, well, what would it look like if we do both? And that was January, 2018 when we started that. So and now um, we're seeing some really good results from that. So, that. Do you want a cold call, or do you want to get a referral from your client?
1: Hundred you know, percent. So
2: it begins with this amazing experience, right? It's like setting, you know, setting it up that you deliver that. And if you don't deliver that, you're never going to get either of those. But if you do deliver that, you'll get both. And I've got a guy on my team named Chris. He's been with us about nine months, and he's never not gotten a review. I mean. Never. Like, so 100% of all clients he's worked with, he's got a review. And so I'm just challenging what's possible out there. Like with, when people say, well, yeah, people aren't going to give me a review. You know, people aren't going to necessarily give me a referral. I beg to differ. You know, it's not going to be everyone because that's not realistic, but it has been for Chris so far on reviews. What if now it he was has-
1: realistic? I mean, for Chris... It, he invented that possibility. So why isn't it realistic? It, it's right. Right. That's awesome. For sure. Let's, let's let, that was super valuable. I, I really appreciate that. And I know the audience does. Let's jump into, I think we're going to be talking for three hours today. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's jump into uh, your sources of business. So sure. obviously referrals are probably huge for you guys. What's driving the business into that ISA department? Is it internet lead generation? Or are you paying for Zillow? Or are you Google AdWords? What's going on?
2: Yeah. So our number one is actually is online reviews. You know, we call
1: it the internet. And right. what does that mean? I've never heard of somebody say my, 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 online, my online sources, my biggest sources, online reviews. So, well,
2: I should have previs, that. I should have this. I mean, we have 1150 five-star reviews on, Damn. on the, the internet. So
1: maybe I should have,
2: you know, I that really, in your intro. Yeah, yeah, we forgot that part, but <laughs> essentially, um, you know, we, we really focus on that, and then something we celebrate, you know, because it's part of our culture, and so that gets our phone to ring, just that alone. I think, you know, people know that, how important that is now, but I don't think people did way back when, so yeah. I've been doing this since 2009, Big, really big on reviews. I'm big on reviews myself before I go buy a product or service. I want to read some reviews. So it's just part of what, what I do. And so we, that's how we've done it. And then essentially we get a lot of listings and we market them well, and then we get leads from our listings. So the whole listing is leads leverage from the Keller Williams model is really what we've been focused on, um, on the list side.
1: So there's no, there's no internet lead generation, like paid generation that you're doing. No, we do some. Okay. Don't get me wrong.
2: We do some, but
1: what are those, the money what the money is
2: mostly free. You know, the yeah. where we make the most money, it's the free stuff.
1: What's the uh what are those sources of business? And then I want to talk to you, you mentioned seven key review websites. I only know of four. Yeah. I'm gonna have to know of four, but like I cannot like, tell
2: you this. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. Right. So we have we have four. So we focus on Google My Business, which for those that don't know, you can create a Google page um, for your business, and then essentially you want to send your links out for that. Number two is Zillow. Um, I would be a little weary on that because at some point that may go away or it could go away, I should say,
1: yeah, you know,
2: yeah. or it could be hidden, whatever whatever happens. So, yeah, you're We have 430 wrong. on Zillow, so that used to be our number one. We've switched to Google My Business now for the Tony Broney team. And then number three, realtor.com, number four, um, Angie's List, number five, we do Facebook, number six Facebook, is Yelp. Your,
1: your business page, right? The Tony Baroni team business page? Correct. Okay,
2: got it. Yep. And then number, uh, number six is Yelp. Got and it. only if they use Yelp will we try to get a review on Yelp because we actually have like a hundred and... I don't know, 150, 175 on Yelp, but then we ran a, a contest, review contest, and people were doing reviews, and, and basically it hurt us where they hit all our reviews, so now we have like 22 or something like that, that show, but if you go to recommendations, you can see all of them, Got it. But uh, a lot of consumers don't know that, so.
1: And then lucky number seven? Uh, number seven is,
2: let me remember here, I'm sorry, I'm trying to think it's what number good, seven though. is.
1: While you think of um, number seven, why don't we, let's tell, so how do you get people, what's your what's your average and law of odds that people are going to do all seven? How many do they average, like on average, how many do they actually put reviews on? Or so, how do you do your system to make it easy for them to actually review seven places? Yeah, we, we, we just do a simple
2: email where we have each link. And, okay. you know, ours says something like, you know, thanks for fulfilling the promise. And then we... You know, thanks for doing business with us. We appreciate it. As we've told you, the best gift we can receive is a review from you. And we really appreciate you taking the time to do this. Here's the seven links of the websites to do a reviews on for our team. And basically, that's it. I mean, in a nutshell, we have... you incentivize them at all? We don't. We do review contests occasionally. Um, Tell me about that. Yeah, so we'll we'll run a contest where, you know, if you do all seven websites, you have 10 chances to win or 12 chances to win. And then we'll do a raffle for a, a giveaway. We'll do a live Facebook of pulling, you know, giving away a Yeti cooler, for example. Um, we've done like iPad Pros. We've done a lot of different stuff where it gets people involved and it gets them to do all seven a lot of the time because yeah. they want those extra entries. Yeah, so
1: totally. we Makes do a sense. lot of contests, make it fun. Think of that seventh one? I, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's hopefully all good. Google before the end of the show, I'll figure it out. Google My Business, Zillow, com, Angie's List, Facebook, Yelp, and... I think it's uh, Trulia. Trulia?
2: Trulia, I think, has its own as well, although Trulia and Zillow are... Match. Match. I don't know if they're merged. Are they merged? No, I think they're merged now, actually. They're merged,
1: yeah.
2: Okay. No. yeah, I'll let you know if we'll I can figure think it. A-
1: yeah. we we'll figure
0: it out. Do the math. It's worth every single dollar. This is a quote from Mr. Bill Reek, who took my certified listing agent program. He says, looking to take your listing presentation to the next level. Listen, I've closed 100% of the appointments since I took Pat Hyben's certified listing agent. Five appointments, five new clients in 60 days. Do the math, it's worth every single dollar. Now you can get the certified listing agent course. You can get the certified buyer agent course, which tells you how to close every single buyer that calls in if you want them. You get the certified team agent course, which teaches you how to build a dynamite team like Jeff Cohn, who teaches the course. It's like a 10 hour course from Omaha, Nebraska, Berkshire Hathaway's top agent, and seven other courses. Total of 11 courses, all five-star rated, only 97 bucks a month. If you paid for them individually on the website, they would cost over $10,000. And we are running a special now at futureofrealestatetraining.com where you can get them for $97 a month. That's all you can eat. $97 a month, all these courses. That's futurofrealestate training.com. Future of com. Check it out. Rockstar Nation, it is time to finish the year strong. The year is almost over, and it's time to sprint. You know, in my real estate career, I always doubled down at the end of the year because all of the other agents were not working during November and December. So I took full advantage. This is a great time to leverage yourself and hire a virtual assistant. I'm talking about My OutDesk. If you haven't heard of My OutDesk, basically, they are a virtual assistant company, a VA company that specializes in virtual assistants for real estate agents. Yeah, I'm talking about transaction coordinators, marketing assistants, I'm talking about ISAs, inside sales agents at prospect, thousands and thousands of seller leads and buyer lead follow-ups. I mean, these guys are trained in this stuff specifically. You're not using a company that doesn't know or understand real estate sales. Four out of five of the top teams in the US use my outdesk for their virtual assistants. And because I know the owner, Daniel Ramsey, I've known him for over a decade, and I know how awesome and incredible this company is and how it saves agents thousands and thousands of dollars every single week and makes them thousands and thousands of more every single week. We are gonna give you a $400 coupon off of your first month of a virtual assistant and give you access and give you a free book entitled scaling your business with virtual professionals so you can like read it and look into it before you decide anything it's called scaling your business with virtual professionals and you can get it real easy all you got to do is text the word "hiban" h-i-b-a-n to 3199 that's h-i-b-a-n to 3199-6 And download your free book, Scaling Your Business with Virtual Professionals. And don't forget to mention also that you get a $400 discount, which will give you a coupon for that when you download the book. Thank you, guys, and I hope you enjoy and make a ton of money using my outdesk.
1: All right. So what about, I, there's so many questions I want to ask you, but I want to, I want to try and stay on on track. Oh yeah. Here. So we talked about lead generation and do we, did you, did you tell me what you were doing, what you're paying for?
2: Yeah, we do uh, just a, a little bit of Zillow. Okay. We do um, a little bit of Angie's List. Got it. And um, we run some Google ads. That's about it. Yeah. We, we don't cool. spend a lot on internet.
1: No, I love leads. that. That's awesome. I I actually interrupted you because I was so fascinated and I I know this audience, there's so many people that ask me about the ISA stuff, what's the rest of your team structure look like?
2: Yeah. So we have a director of operations, listing manager, full-time in-house listing, closing manager, um, buyer, closing coordinator. We have a stager, lead buyer specialist, showing specialist, two buyer specialists, um, one listing agent and one expansion agent in Orlando. Got it. And uh, we also have I kind of they're really kind of on our team. I have an SEO person that you know we contract out, and we also have a videographer that we contract out
1: as well. Okay, it's a cool team. Awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah, and we're and awesome people, man. I mean, just really, really talented. Ex- you know, just just awesome to be in business with them.
1: I love it. We wouldn't be yep. where we
2: are without them, for sure.
1: Yeah, I hear that. So, systems-wise, you, you mentioned your CRM earlier. Do you? Uh, will you? What What's the brand? What What's? We use
2: uh, seize the market out of Jacksonville, Florida.
1: Okay, Christine's.
2: Yep. yep, Christine Lee. Yep,
1: yep. And everything's working for you. You run. He runs transaction management, right?
2: Yeah, it's actually a very good CRM for lead integration. So that's really been awesome for us. Uh, I was her first client, I believe. So That's awesome.
1: Yeah, I know yeah, I know so. Christine from our mastermind group, M1.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yep, I've been with them, uh, I don't know, six years or something like that. So
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I Long guess time. that would be the beginning. Wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, any other systems that are really important to you guys, that are really valuable to you guys?
2: You know, we use Vulcan 7 yep. and we use uh, Coal Realty. Yeah, okay. Coal Realty. Yeah, I'm trying to think any other we use a Google suite for all our email. That's been pretty awesome creating like, you know, for example, when you have multiple team members, you can do offer at Tony com to get all offers where it goes nice, to multiple nice. people. So we do a lot of that stuff for, you know, we just, we just recently, uh, we use land voice for our signage oh, okay. or leads 800 riders, and, and things yeah. of that nature.
1: Nice. So yeah, I like that. Yeah sounds like you've got a really efficient business. Well, you know, it all depends from my angle. Yeah. From my angles, you know,
2: (laughs) like I said, I'm I'm very fortunate at the same time it's messy and it's, you know, I think people do sometimes that are speaking do a bad job at letting people know that it's a mess and you just got to understand that, you know, when you're growing and you've got 15 people on your team, you're gonna have 15 opinions, you're gonna have, you know, you, you have many challenges always to overcome. And it's all how you look at it. Yeah. And, you know, you have to have a good mindset about it. And I don't like chaos. I don't like failure. You know, I've just learned to embrace it. And, um, you know, it's, it's a struggle, you know, I mean, growing a business is not easy. I think real estate, my bold instructor just said this, and it really stuck with me. He said. He said, real estate may be the most challenging mental game out of any career. And <laughs> I thought to myself, I'm like, it is. Like, it is. No question, the most challenging, I think. And everyone does it differently as well. So when I'm listening to your podcast, you know, I'm always just amazed in how many different ways there is to do it. And, you know, you just got to pick what, what works for you. And instead of trying to do 15 things well, dial it back to – one or two,
1: yeah,
2: master okay. one, and then go to two, and then master two, and go to three. And, uh, you know, so ours is internet legion, is number one. Number two is agent referrals. So, you know, I will do the shameless plug now do of it, Tampa Bay, including St. Pete, Clearwater, and all surrounding suburbs, Lakeland, Orlando that's us. And we'd love to handle any of your relocations that are moving here or anyone trying to get out of Florida. So that's what we do um, oh, on our okay. end. So if we can help you with that, let us know. Number three is um, Sphere, past client referrals. And then number four is networking.
1: So how do you work your Sphere? What system do you use? What's that? Are you doing events? Are you, cold? Are you calling the Sphere? What's the deal?
2: It's very simple. We do four, we do four client events um, a year. And essentially, we're calling them every quarter, inviting them to the event. And then, um, you know, we touch them with a quarterly newsletter as well that we actually mail to them. And that's, that's right now what we're doing. We we are not doing a high level email system, although we're creating it currently to be able to drip people.
1: And the quarterly newsletter is mailed. It is snail mail. Cool. Yeah. We
2: snail mail it. Yep. Snail mail it. And we, we, we write it entirely ourselves and it's completely organic. So, you know, we do have a format.
1: Um, I was going to ask you if you start with a format of some kind of structure and then just fill in the blanks. Got it. I mean, my
2: advice, I know it's overwhelming to hear this, but, you know, if you do a paid service, I've never seen good results from that. But I the one we do organically, people actually read it and they'll ask me questions. So it's pretty cool to, hey, that article you wrote on this, what did you mean by this? Right. And right. so it, it's pretty cool. You think like no one's reading it, right? But at, the, at a minimum, they're probably seeing it, even if they're not reading it. And we actually ours is called Tampa Bay Buzz, and we've branded it, and it, it's got all kinds of great information in it. Not all real estate; it's a good mix of stuff.
1: I was going to ask you, what is it? Is it? Are you putting your listings and your just solds and your stuff? None of that. No. What, are you, what are you putting in there? Any? What is? What's real estate related, and what's not?
2: Yeah, we usually have a vendor do a. a you know, an expert article on a topic like last, last time it was homeowner's insurance, some things to, that they may not know, top 10 things to know for, I uh, had a real estate attorney the time before write an article about, you know, uh, the top three things that people get sued for. know things of that nature and then we'll have a we have a recipe in there that actually someone on our team's recipe for their favorite thing which is one of the most popular things you you wouldn't think it would be but it is and then we we have the front look very similar and we we honor we always put a testimonial of a client with a picture at closing and uh, we just try to add a lot of value in that and we have sections where hey if you need any of these any vendors call our, call this number so we can get you the best vendor. So we're always trying to be a resource for our clients. And hey, before you go to Google, you know, just call the Tony Broney team and we'll get you the best of the best in the business um, through our networking and our network.
1: Got it. I love that. That's so valuable. I don't even know where I where I where I was. Oh, you know what? You and I were talking about comparing yourselves to others and how dangerous that was before we started the interview. Sure. I want to kind of go back. You you mentioned something like that, like, you know, do don't do 15 things. Do one thing, master it, then do the th- next thing, and master it. You know, I, I I've fallen into this trap, and I don't know if you have too, trying to master, trying to do too many things at once. Sure. And, you know, knowing that you're capable and knowing that you're you're able to do this or accomplish at this level, and you just can't figure it out, but the guy in the office next to you has. You know, how do you deal with that? Like how did you deal with that when you're when you were sort of coming up or maybe starting your team and other teams that were starting around you were having success and maybe you weren't? Or do you do you still deal with that now? Do you still have to, you know, fight those demons of like, Man, I, I wanna be a five hundred units, how the hell do I do that? Why does that team do it? Five hundred units, how do they have you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, what what's the adage? Don't compare your insides to other people's outsides, yeah, you know, yeah. and and I I, I'm not really built where I'm worried about that too much. Yeah. Um, essentially, essentially the though,
1: thing that comes into play sometimes and it's dangerous.
2: There is. And, and, you know, you see people on stage, are like, wow. Right. Like if I could only figure out that. Right. And then, you know, I, I think it, it's built on, I, th- I think the the issue we have in today's world is there's so much information. Right. So
1: yeah,
2: one thing that I, I've learned recently that I've been adopting is, you know, Gary Keller has taught me, you know, don't, don't have a million profits, you know, meaning, you know, like the profit for health, who is your profit, you know, like Tony Robbins is one of mine, for example. So I'm not going to follow Tony Robbins and 50 other people. I'm going to follow Tony Robbins, because Tony Robbins, I believe is the best of what he does. Whereas for health or fitness, real estate, you know, who do you want to follow? you know, one, one that I follow is, uh, Lance Loken, like with Keller Williams. He's taught me a lot about the business. He's allowed me to shadow, you know, he's came and taught in Tampa. I mean, to me, he's a great guy to learn from. So, yeah. you know, I don't need 50 lances, you know, cause then I may not never actually adopt and do anything. Right. So our ISA department is really a version of what he does, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think getting clarity, I just took Quantum Leap this past week and became an instructor. For, oh, I uh, like that. It was amazing. It was with Seth Campbell. And uh, really, I think what I learned uh, there is you just got to have to have a lot of clarity on what you're trying to do. Right. You know? So what your real estate business should look like, how should you focus on it, what's your passion about, you know, how, how should all that come together, but it starts with clarity. You know, because clarity is power. We've got to know what we want out of life to get it. You know, and it sounds so simple. Yes, it does. So many people have no clue what their goal is for the year. They have no clue of, you know, what counterbalance would look like in their life. You know, so I think it starts with as simple as it is, like a a 411, a 135, um, some of these things of planning. What do you want? Because if you know what you want, you'll be able to figure out how to go get it. And you have to have time blocked to think right? and right. think about what that looks like. And it's probably not once a year. It's probably daily for the big, big, if you have big, big goals.
1: It is. And that's where the danger comes of comparing yourself to others. If you don't know what you want, and this, is, this leads me into the next question. If you don't know what you want and you see that other people have something that you think you want, you go after that if it's not in flow with you it's not going to work sure you'll be in resistance to it and there's a great book behind that called the the, Ar- the war of art have you ever read that i have not it's a fantastic book about resistance and the multiple types of resistance that come into your body and your brain and your spirit and that kind of thing and some are great to sh- to steer you away from things and some are are great to teach you a lesson to to break through something sure so it leads me into my a personal development question. You know, if you don't know what you want, maybe you don't know who you are, you know, what kind of stuff do you do for personal development? You, you know, you mentioned Tony Robbins and then what would you recommend people do to figure out what it is they truly want out of this business? I've, I've run down that road before where it's like, no, I'm going to do the whole millionaire real estate agent thing. I'm going to follow the model and follow the book, do the thing. I just, I don't want to do all those different activities. And that was in resistance, sure. right? But through personal development and understanding who I was, who I wanted to be or become, like because it's be do have, not the sure. other way around. Not do be have? It's be first. You have to kind of figure out who you are, and then what you want from this business. Then you'll get what you need or get what you want. What are you doing for personal development?
2: Uh, well, for personal development, I'm in, I'm basically like um, trying to every day. Sorry, so someone walked in, no so it threw me off for a second. So I think it starts with your morning, you know, like, what are you, what are you doing when you first wake up? You know, so for me, I try to get some alone time because it's probably going to be my only alone time I have all day. I've got two kids, you know, wife, I coach two baseball teams. I have a real estate team. My daughter plays competitive soccer. I mean, I could not be busier in my today to day to day life at this point. And, uh, which I love, you know, every, every part about it. So I try to really set up, set the stage up. Um, mine's a little different that morning when I wake up, I see what, what I have that day. I know that's backwards for some people, but I've learned like if I, if I'm looking before I leave work the day before, I'm probably going to be stressed out. And so I've just learned to, okay, I get up super early and I look, okay, what I need to attack today. I get into some reading. I'm a big audio uh, audible guy. So I'm always listening to podcasts and books at all times. Like when I'm getting ready in the morning, shower, I do the Peloton three or four times a week. I'm at like 30 some rides. So I'm definitely not a pro yet, but it's, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, so I think setting that stage in the morning is really, really important and protecting, you know, your time on what, what that looks like. And then, we were talking earlier about this is I think I I get nervous on people that believe they've already arrived. Right. Hmm. Like, so for me, what do you mean by that? uh, Like, you know, they feel like they already know everything, right. Or, or they, they're, they are success, you know, by definition. And to me, I, I mean, my, my big why is really just to be the best human I can be, you know, whether it be a realtor, a dad, husband. And it's interesting because I'll never arrive with a goal like that, but yet that's what gets me up every day. And it's just how I'm built. So, you know, with, with people I work with and and I bring into our world, really, that's what I want out of anyone I'm working with. I just want your best, you know, I don't need, I I just need you to to show up every day and and make sure that you're given everything you can um, to that role. And, you know, people are all going to have valleys and seasons but yet I think being learning based to me gets me out of a lot of that where I'm constantly learning and trying to to better myself and my family and my, my team and pour into them and I think that's where some people miss they hire people because they think well I want them to do that job you yeah, yeah. I look at it as you know they've chose to be in business with me and it's my job to get them where where they need to go and ultimately if they're if I'm allowing them not to hit their goals, I'm really cheating themselves and their family. And I'm okay with taking a stand for the people that I bring into my world. And that is, hey, we have high standards, and we expect, we expect you to, to be able to do the role in a, in a full capacity. So I know I got off on a tangent there, but <laughs> essentially – I
1: was letting you go. You're like, whoa. No, now, it's all good. Uh, well, what, what, yeah. tell me, tell me, uh, we got a couple minutes left. What I've got a couple more questions for you. I, I'm, I, I really have enjoyed this interview so far and I know the audience is going to, so I want to pack it. How do you deal with fear when it comes up? With don't say fear. you don't because I've only had one person say they don't deal with fear. Oh, and, no, I'm not going to say no. They're lying.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you know, self doubt, I think is a, uh, a good word for it.
1: Well, at I, your, at your level, at your scale, there's a lot at stake, right? So not just in money or in reputation or your mentorship to these other people or your, or your responsibility to your employees, but there's a lot at stake for what you're doing to impact the world that is around you. And
2: yeah, I mean, if, if you don't stop, you can't fail. I mean, it's really that simple. Right. So, you know, it's measuring these goals and then not making them, you know, you don't go from zero units to 250 units. Right. And I mean, if you're, some people have done it in two or three years. I don't know how, but they have. Right. But yet, it's it's these it's these smaller goals that that make up the big goal. So it's it's hitting those along the way, and there's going to be a lot of adjustments along the way. And I don't see any of them as failures as much as I see them as lessons that I had to learn to to get to the next step. Right. So what
1: do you do when when you feel the feeling of fear when you feel scared or when you know the next piece, the next scale, the next level is like wow i don't know man i'm that's what do you do when well, you feel that
2: i think it's like you know the fear of oh wow i don't want to deal with this task so just try to do it first and get it get it out of the way sure. so then you're not in fear um for very long
1: true sure.
2: so it's just getting it off your plate as soon as possible so do the things you you don't want to do first yeah and um also you know from a a failure standpoint you know, just get after it, you know, that's what our team talks about that all the time, get after it I love and quit, you know, quit, you know, thinking about it and just get into action.
1: What's one of your biggest failures so far in your career that you find to be one of the biggest blessings?
2: There's so many, <laughs> <laughs> so, so many. I, I would uh, say for me, it's, it was, it was probably the the biggest mistake I've made or failure was not hiring quick enough and yeah. believing, like letting other people's vision be my vision where, you know, like for example, we had a small team at one point and it's like, don't hire anyone else, Tony, you right. know? And I'm like, well, why not? Because this can happen in that. So getting big is bad, you know, from uh, the one thing, one thing book, um, I think I bought into that and let the team kind of dictate what, what the goal should be versus me and not hiring a coach soon enough. Um, with goal planning to, to go around the room and say, Ian, you know, Ian says, I want to do 80 units. And I'm like, cool, but you've only done 20. And I'm like, you can't go from 20 to 80, you know, like, and being okay with, well, if Ian doesn't get it, I'll just make up the difference and I'll just work harder. So now I think, uh, I, don't
0: know, I can go on and on. How no, many that's a great one. That's a
1: really good one. I, I I've been a victim of that too, where somebody, and that's kind of the nature of our industry, where we're like, oh, double it, triple it, quadruple your goals. You're you can do it, you know. Like, but at the end of the day, if you didn't make a hundred thousand, don't set a goal to make a million because you don't know five you don't know six figures more or less seven right so
2: well it's it's the person you have to become and i, right. I think that's what you touched on earlier that i love be to have because i i just believe that's one of the best concepts for people to understand it is, it is. you got to be the person first do the activities have whatever you want and it, it takes their steps along the way whether we yeah. like it or not believe me i want to go straight there so i'm a high d personality as well yet I have to become the person. I have to become the leader. And ironically, I had a coaching session with a team member today, and it was be do have. That's what we talked about. Yep. He wants this, and I'm like, I want you to have it, but you need to become the person. You know, I, if I just give it to you, what am I doing? I mean, you've got to you've got to become that person. And I think he's close. Yeah, but there's some things he still needs to do.
1: You know, one thing, one thing I figured out in the bead you have that goes along with that is another triple analogy, which is mindset, skill set, and will set. And my coach pushes me on that all the time. And he, when we're reviewing my goals or reviewing my one, three, five, he'll say, cool, I know you've got the mindset for this one. Uh, I'm going to help you with the skills by next week. You're going to have the skills for this. Are you willing to do the activity? And I'll go, uh, no. And I'll go, great. Scrap it. You know, like that's it. Literally. Are you willing to do the activity? Yes. Great. Do you have the skills needed? No. What do you need to acquire the skills? Uh, this and this cool. Go hire a coach, go do this, take bold or whatever. And do you have the mindset. So personal development. I love that. I love that. And the will set
2: the The will will set.
1: set. I mean, you might not have it. You might be like, that sounds like a lot of work to me. I was trying to figure out honestly within myself. I'm like, man, I've got the skills. I've got the mindset. What the hell? My coach goes, Dude, you don't have the will set. And I said, right. What does that mean? And he said, <laughs> You know, when B do have, you are the guy that can do it. You can do the work. You don't have the results because you have the skill set and the mindset, but you're not willing to do the work. And I'm like, Huh. That makes so much sense. So anytime I coach somebody on B do have, I always throw in skill set, mindset, will set. I love from, that. From my coach. I've never I've never heard of that. I'll give credit to my, my guy, Chris Hart, man. He's, he's, he's a fantastic coach and a great leader and he's taught me tons of stuff and that's straight from him man. he, yeah, I know Chris.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. But uh, you know, without those conversations and you talk about the five, you know, you're, you're a uh, culmination of the five people yeah, you man. hang out with most. And yeah, I think people don't take enough credence on bringing a coach into your world. And you're that, that sum just goes up immediately when you have someone you're talking to weekly that, that really changed your mindset um, and are able to, you know, get you to thinking just really, really big.
1: Yep. A hundred percent, man. All right, So one last question, where, where do you think the future of real estate's going for the agent? Like what's, what's happening to the agent? What's the future of real estate hold?
2: Wow. What a great question. So, so where I'm spending the majority of my time at the moment in the seed on my team is innovation, mm-hmm. right? So, I'm not the agent saying we'll be around forever, um, no matter what, and I'm not saying we're going to be eliminated either. But yet, I'm going to do my part to make sure that my team is cared for and my clients forever, right? So that's yeah, kind of yeah. what I have a high sense of urgency right now on what needs to happen in order for us to to not go backwards and continue going forward. A lot of people don't, may not know this, but you know, Open Door, for example, in our market, they're they're increasing not by a little, by a lot. Purchasing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you think about like, you know, I, someone gave me this example the other day. They said, you know, I'm in my living room. I can get up, get in my car, and go to the restaurant, pick up my food, or I could do Uber Eats, and I know it's outrageously expensive, right? But yet people use Uber Eats and right. they're getting market share. Um, they're growing and growing and growing. So they're kind of, it eliminates the, the conversation on people will not pay for convenience because they will. They will. And I think iBuyers is, is something that that we need to really educate our clients on more than anything. And, and the thing is, the industry is not like as an industry, we're just kind of like hush hush. We're not talking about it. I think every realtor needs to get on and just start talking about it on videos. And I don't think we need to put Open Door down or these companies because they they do serve a purpose or they wouldn't be there in our capitalist society, right? So they there's a reason they're there. And the research shows 10% of people at this point will go that
1: route. That's a lot. So, wow.
2: It's a lot. That's a, a lot, lot, lot of money, I mean, a lot of transactions, a yeah. lot of revenue. So we need to understand that there's a market for that but there's also a piece called education that we need to educate our clients on what that means. Like what is the comparison? If you go that route versus another route, they don't know that open door is going to give you, you know, and I'm just making up these numbers. Yeah. But some I've looked at have been 70% on the dollar. So 30% undervalue Plus they're charging 5% more in fees. Right. So that's a big swing. We're talking like, you know, that $100,000 in some cases, $200,000. Yeah. So the clients that are accepting these offers a lot of time just don't even know what it to compare it to. So I think the conversation becomes, hey, clients, reach out to me in your call in your database if you want to learn more. You're going to pay way, way more to go that route. But maybe it makes sense for you based on convenience. Who are we to say?
1: Well, I think that it'll eliminate the, well, let me ask you, what category of agent and wholesaler will that eliminate and what percentage? Cause I had this conversation with someone this weekend at a, at a mastermind in Baltimore and you know, the, like when the internet hit and the MLS wasn't in like a phone book style anymore, we had to drive around and deliver contracts and you sure. know, it eliminated, it eliminated the agent that wasn't tech savvy, right? Yeah. So now who is it going to eliminate? Like, is it the bottom 50%? Because in the 90s, the internet eliminated like 30% of agents who couldn't- Well, I, I could
2: see it being a big percentage and yeah. it's not just based on iBuyer, it's based on a bunch of stuff. But right, right. I think the number of agents count will go down substantially.
1: Big time. Well, and I want to position, stronger. what's that? Think about it. You double your production, right? To 500 units a year, 600 units a year. You just took all that market share. iBuyer's taken a bunch of it. And the agent that's not on a team and can't, and honestly just can't sustain financially to get the leads or to hire the people, can't, they, they won't be in this business. This business will be big teams, virtual buyer, virtual seller, kind of like Carvana, right? Yeah touch a couple of buttons on your phone and a car shows up in front of your house already paid for.
2: It. Like, Yeah, I nice. mean, it, it, it's really fascinating to to see or to think about. And, and that's what I mean. Like I have a high sense of urgency for innovation for all of that, What what you just said, because... I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is what I can control and what I can control is me in a relationship with my past clients. I
1: agree.
2: Allowing what innovation, you know, I decide to, to innovate with, for example, video on educating of Yep. buyers um, would be an example of that, you know, having an in-house stager versus my competition, not um, many, many things, but where, what separates you from everyone else? And, you know, I just want to position ourselves to, to really if someone calls us for a listing appointment that we deliver more than anyone else. So they choose us versus the other agent and then yeah. prepare for, you know, we might have to over time work out our business model differently where it's less, but we make it up in volume.
1: Yeah. And you're tweaking your, your unique value proposition all the time or your USP all the time to make sure that what the modern consumer sees as value is what you're delivering. Because five years ago, it was much different. And that's just five years. So yeah. as technology continues to evolve at a more rapid pace every year and like compound itself exponentially like three years from now, is going to be very different. And then a year after that, it's going to be even more different. So it's time that if, you, if you're in this business collecting checks and you just haven't dialed in that B part, it's time to start dialing in the B. If you haven't dialed in the framework for the team or for the, the systems or whatever, it's time to start dialing that in because by 2021, the studies that I've read, 50% of the business will belong to the team's. Fifty percent. That's huge. Wow. Right. And then if ten percent is iBuyer, let's say let's say iBuyer stays at ten percent. That's sixty percent of the business. Sure. That's 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 majority and that's crazy. And it's that awesome. Is. And it's awesome. But yeah, you know, you gotta be prepared. So Well,
2: we're in one of those, you know, we're in the what fourth industrial revolution now. Right. It's you're either you either know where the bar is or you don't know there's a bar, is what I've found. So yeah you know, I think people need to wake up to to what's happening right now and have an understanding and get educated on like things are changing and they're not just changing very slowly. They're actually changing very quickly. So I have a high sense of urgency for that right now. And it's going to be interesting.
1: Yeah, I love that, man. So, all right, we are We've been talking for forever. forever. <laughs> we could probably go another hour, man. I, I, I really enjoy talking to you. And I, I think this is yeah, extremely same here. valuable for our audience. So Mr. Tampa Bay, Tony Barone. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a gift for the audience and it is a seller. It's your seller prequalification guide. It is. Okay. Yeah. It's a checklist? seller
2: questionnaire is what we call it. Seller, um, okay. So we'll have it. Um, we'll have it in there. It's designed really to to just get all the answers. So then, when you go on the appointment, the client, you know, it's all about the client, right? So yeah, if they know we know what they're trying to do up front, we're we're going into the appointment. And if we know they're worried about marketing, we can spend more time on marketing. If we know they're they're concerned on price, we can spend a little more time. So whatever the case may be you can f- figure that out and hopefully save some time for them and you sure. when you go out and, and very few people do that and believe it or not. So, you know, I'd encourage everyone to do a, do a seller questionnaire before going on a listing appointment sure. because they'll appreciate it.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. So for, uh, for everybody in the audience listening, this is Tony Baroni, B-A-R-O-N-I and anything you want to find out about Tony, and his team down in Tampa, and to get his free gift, hit up hybendigital.com forward slash toolbox or forward slash Tony Baroni, B-A-R-O-N-I. And you can get all of Tony's contact details, Tony's free gift, as well as all the other guests that we've had on all 800 and, I don't know, by the time your episode comes out, probably like 840 episodes, something like that, which is awesome. Um, You can find all their gifts and all the resources for those guests and all the contact details for those guests. Again, hybendigital.com forward slash Tony Baroni or forward slash toolbox to get Tony's free gift. So Tony, this has been a pleasure, man. Really, yeah, have, this has been, well, Thank you this so has much for, for coming on Real Estate Rockstars and, and just unloading valuable content, man. Really.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for my tangents. <laughs> no, you're good. You're totally good. It's, I'm it's passionate. Fine. I can't help it.
1: You know, you're you're gonna you're gonna influence and affect somebody who's gonna listen to this, and that's that's the goal, and it's awesome, yeah. man. So, hey, man, thanks for being on Real Estate Rockstars. We love having you, and um, you know, we'll probably hit you up in like a year. Want to find out what you're doing, how you've grown, what the market's doing to you, you know, how you've evolved, how you're innovating, and yeah. um, keep us posted as to your progress.
2: Yeah, I'll be ready. Ian, great getting to know you and uh, I learned a a lot from you today, so thanks for your time too.
1: My pleasure, man. Take care. Okay. As a member of the
0: Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's digitalcom backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Rockstar Nation, thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Listen, I need a favor. If you find this free content helpful if you find our downloadable items from each guest helpful please I need you to pull out your pointing finger yes the one finger that points at people and hit subscribe yes subscribe the more subscribers we get